this is a passage on duality here i'd like to explain what duality is you see the nature of life and living is duality of every conceivable kind so we can take very simple opposites black and white up and down left and right rich and poor pain and pleasure if you see life the design of life is duality of every kind so you could say we are born into this realm of duality now the problem with this is that we want only one side of the pair of opposites and not the other and we think it is our right we have not accepted that the flow of life means sometimes pleasure many times pain is a flow of life we want pleasure 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 all the time life shows us we cannot have it all the time we want it all the time and we suffer because we want it all the time so we try to chase pleasures and stay away from pain this is what causes suffering when we accept this dualistic nature of life as we know it then we don't run away and don't wish away certain situations we deal with what is this is what nisardatta maharaj referred to as turning away from the self towards the self with the biggest means this little me is now no longer running helter skelter because it has understood that the nature of life is duality there will be some people who like me there will be some who love me and some who don't like me at all that is the nature of life and then i know i can do my best but this is what it will be so i live with it so the point being that this is the design of life this is what sai baba is referring to now i will read that passage the almighty god is the basic reason and the primordial source of everything God is an ocean of bliss and happiness God is the absolute truth So why don't you search for God Why don't you search for eternal bliss and happiness Instead you are searching for materialistic things What is this eternal happiness A happiness which does not depend on a pleasure Pleasure goes happiness goes So Baba is saying search for true happiness true happiness which is not dependent on these polarities profit and loss are words which are opposite to each other but they also accomplish each other without experiencing one you cannot know the importance of the other 
you know i would tell this to myself in my teenage years whenever something bad would happen i would remind myself of the good times and i would say to myself i would pray and say lord i know what bad times are because you made me experience good times if i had only bad times i would not know what a good time is and if i had only good times i would not know what a bad time is so this is what baba is saying profit and loss are words which are opposite to each other but they also accomplish each other without experiencing one you cannot know the importance of the other summer is full of heat and high temperatures but when the rain shower brings coolness it produces joy and happiness so we realize the importance of the rainy season summer and rain are related to each other and in fact they complement each other without knowing the importance of one you cannot know the importance of the other similarly profit and loss are a part of life by experiencing both you basically learn the importance of each of them and you become more knowledgeable this knowledge helps to accomplish and fulfill the journey on earth my dear brother chand you are worrying too much about your horse this is when chand patel says i've lost my horse it's run away have you ever tried to worry and search for parvardigar parvardigar is god vishnu whatever does your heart ever ponder about god you are so much worried about a materialistic thing like your horse but you never try to search god who is the absolute truth and cause of eternal bliss you become silent when it comes to god why don't you desire for the child of a lion instead you are looking for the child of a sheep it's beautiful because our gaze our look is outward on objects and when baba says why not look for god he is saying look for that which sees without which you cannot see your horse and you got lost in the dream of objects object consciousness things with weight dimension <laughs> length breadth height that the seer is forgotten i gave this example long back real life example of a young boy in a very wealthy home and in the living room there were all these very beautiful and expensive antiques and curios lying around and this boy came very joyfully you know the maid got him home from his evening trip out of the house and he was running in joy and knocked something off this the mother told me mother of the boy and a very expensive curio fell to the ground 
and this kid got the firing of his life from the father. How many times have I told you not to come running like this, this, that, that? Now, look at the child. The child has no idea what is the value the adult has assigned to the object. Adult has paid a big amount of money. Child has no concept of that. That's the first point. It has become expensive for the adult because the adult paid a lot of money for that object. Secondly, the child's experiences, it's not the doer. Now it is being accused of doing something, let's say knocking this thing off. You did something and now you are guilty. That was not the experience of the child. The child was in the flow, happened in his excitement to knock something off. That thing happened to be expensive. So can you comprehend how confused this child must have been that why am I being shouted at? Because what you did was wrong. See, this is how the dream of doership gets encrusted around us, then that child feels as it grows up, I'm guilty of doing things. Then guilt comes in, then shame comes in. Shame, guilt and the, the energy, what was pure as we said, pure consciousness is becoming weighed down by all these now attributes of the ego Jealousy and envy, pride and arrogance, guilt and shame, all these things start coming in. So what Baba is saying here, to come back to it, is that look at the nature of life. Both are not opposite to each other. You would not know one if you didn't know the other. They are two ends of the same stick. We know that this is the Mrityu Lok, the mortal world, where people are born and eventually die due to their greed and desire and because they ignore the teachings of saints which can make them immortal. Even then, we must continue our efforts for which God has sent us to this earth. Whoever will wish to die will die. Whoever will wish to drown will drown in this worldly ocean. Whoever will wish to live will live. And one who is committed to liberation will be awarded liberation. You see, that is this is the primordial duality, birth and death. I forget which spiritual master it was. He said, we rejoice at a birth and cry at death. Whereas it should be the opposite because that <laughs> birth has happened in duality. The sage has realized that true death is to die to this world of Maya.
that is why maharaj said i was born crying and i will die laughing and in this primordial duality this brief life span between birth and death what has happened a basic duality which was me and the other me and the other became me versus the other you see that is what happened we found what was me and the other because of the ego with its sense of doership life became opposition i must do better than this person i must earn more than this person this person has this view my view is this this basic me and the other needs to be rediscovered the current me versus the other needs to come back to me and the other for a natural flow of life to fulfill one's destiny as sai baba said we are truly in it together we are in it together whether we like it or not someone told me at one of the talks that this person in my life brings out the worst in me maybe but the worst is in you that person is only bringing it out <laughs> you see that is the maya so when we don't get rattled by the pairs of opposites like we used to which is also the natural flow of life as one ages you know you you get that instinctive knowledge that things don't last things are transient that comes to you to some it happens faster to others it doesn't but what is happening is that when you find you are not running away from people situations or things like you used to you find that this grip which the dream of duality had on you is easing up and when it eases up you are so to speak living one could say little above the operation of the dualistic world because you are more and more witness you are more and more witness to life and what it brings and what happens the quality of witnessing has now come in as ramesh ji would say we consider ourselves the subject and the other the object so i look at you you are an object in my eyes and now i consider myself the subject so i pronounce judgment on you look at this fellow 
this fellow has these these bad habits these these traits i think i'm god <laughs> i am not realizing that i am an object in your eyes this is this ego has become the pseudo subject the original subject god and source now i think i am it and i'm saying you should not do these things don't tell people this 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 don't behave that way as if i know best i have usurped god's right and i'm living my life like this telling people what they should and should not do how they should behave how they shouldn't behave whereas the sage knows everyone will behave the way they are meant to yes if they pass me by if our paths cross and something happens i will express my will but i know ultimately what happens is god's will i can only try but i cannot beat another down with the weight of my opinions and judgments and the word should should would and could most of our lives go in should would and could and what is right now right here in front of me is ignored <laughs>